When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome back. 18.3 degrees, heading for a top of 20 degrees. 18 tomorrow, 18 on Friday. Hello if you're listening to us on SEN. Spirit 621, thanks for joining us on the app wherever you are or DAB Peel as well. Well, on the weekend, it was the end for Dean Margetts. I think 377, was it? That was it. Finished 377. You walked off the ground and you did get some very genuine applause from the faithful, in particular those people who were where the umpires left the ground. And I think that was quite touching and you held the ball up and you acknowledged um, that was a nice touch. Yeah, it was. I haven't had that before. I only took three seventy-seven games to get it, Tim. But no, it was it was nice. I think ultimately people sort of, as much as it's a bit of um, theatre on the during your career, it certainly um, was nice to get a, an applause coming off um, off the ground. It was a bit like that Bell Bowl moment when you walk off, he puts his arm up and yep. touches that person. Yeah, a bit like that. And when you walked on the ground and held the ball up, and you got presented the ball, um, which was interesting, um, uh, there was almost no reaction. Mm. I always thought you were going to get. You know, a warm reception as yeah. you normally would. There was nothing. It was weird, wasn't it? I'm not sure. I, I, I was in a bit of a state of flux. I wasn't even sort of thinking. I mean, I actually chose um, about an hour before the game to walk around the oval just to just to walk around and just soak up the sun and, on the ground. Yeah, just I around. Say the, in, in the outer. In the as far as like the outside boundary line, yeah. and a few people sort of leaned over and said, "Well done." And yep. there's some people I knew. It was it was good. Um, but yeah, certainly a lot of still mixed emotion today. I remember yeah. yesterday when. Or Monday when the appointments come out for round 23, I'm like, what game have I got? And I was like, oh, there's no game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a, an adjustment yeah. through the next phase. Yeah, no, it certainly will be. Yeah. So tell us through the day. Tell us through the day. Who, who went and watched you umpire? You know, when you we see a lot about players and they run out on the ground with family. Umpiring is a bit different. It's a little bit more understated and it's just a part and parcel of our game. But who went to the game? Uh, well, it was very nice before the game. Um, certainly, Richard Goiter and his wife um, came down and saw me. And Janine. Uh, Janine, Janine, yep, um, lovely people. And yep. um, to think that Gemma could come down and wish me all the best and yep. acknowledge my career was great. Um, Shannon Hearn, who wasn't playing, stuck his head in to say all the best. We've, I've had a bit of a running joke with Josh Kennedy and Shannon Hearn for a while as who would outdo the retirement. <laughs> and um, you probably would have noticed I Josh Kennedy. I saw at the end. He uh, made a beeline for you. He made a beeline for me. And I, and I got some great video of that. My friends are up in, you know, section 527 looking <laughs> down. And they said, what's Josh Kennedy running over for? And obviously the backstory is, you know, we had this bit of banter and he just w- went up and said, all the best, congratulations. And I looked him in the eye and said, you beat me, mate. And he goes, yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, just. <laughs> but as far as who was there, my, you know, obviously my mum and dad were there, my brother, um, partner, children, um, my auntie, who's never been to a derby before. She just absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, had a whole heap of friends and family. And, and those people have been with me for not just my umpiring gym, but for my whole life. Like yeah. my two best mates, you know, when I played with them when I was seven, they were there and they've been through. And it's not easy being connected to me. No. It's difficult. No. Um, I, I had a function last night at, at Waffle in front and of And that go? Yeah, it was really good. Yep. Got roasted by a few of your media friends, which was <laughs> nice. Um, Tim Gossage, Adam Papalia. <laughs> Mark Duffield, Craig O'Donoghue, <laughs> Lockie Reid, all stitched me up regarding some media stuff, but that's okay. It's good fun. And uh, it, the fact that you did it was very nice. Yeah, sure. um, but it certainly, um, 
it was just a chance to reflect a bit mm. um, on, on what's been a big journey. And, and like I said, I remember my mum won a footy tipping competition a few years ago at her work. And um, she won it genuine fair. And, you know, that's hard. You know what tipping's like. It's impossible. I, I dislike tipping. Yeah, so she won it and she went away on holidays and had to get someone to do a tip. She was more stressed about the tips when she went away. Anyway, she won it fair and square. And I remember her saying to me that when she won it, people said, oh, it's only because your, your son's an AFL umpire. I mean, I never even spoke to her about a tip once. Um, and when she walks in the office in the morning and they say, oh, yeah, the doc has got back, your son's cheated again. I think people forget the personal side that, you know, I'm still her son. I mean, I'm, there's an umpiring part to the public. Correct. But, you know, I'm, so that would hurt them a bit and they have to read a lot of stuff and my friends have to read a lot of stuff and it's not always easy. So. Dean Margetz is in the studio. I'd love to, if you've got a question for Dean, you can text it through 0487 736 736 or 13 12 55. Good, bad or indifferent. Frio fans, Eagles fans, footy fans in general. 0487 736 736 at six past 11. I'm going to talk more about your journey in a moment and, and, the, and the sort of the... the, the, uh, the, the the blinkers are off now because you're no longer. But you know, you're not going to sit here and tip a bucket on the system or in, you know, the AFL, and you're still working in the WA Footy Commission spaces in the in the umpiring department as well there, and and developing the the next umpires. Um, I want to ask you about a couple of things. People said uh, when Dean came in, can he make a comment? Where were you when Caleb Sarong uh, kicked that great goal in the at the eastern end of the ground? Yep. Um, when the replay clearly showed it was out by a long way, not just out, it was out, uh, Adam Chera. Where were you and what is the rule on an AFL umpire overruling the boundary umpire? Because I think there was an AFL field umpire standing mm. within metres of that ball going out. Yeah. So first of all, I was the mid-zone umpire, so I was the, the second closest, but yeah. I was sort of behind. Yeah. And, you know, you just sort of, oh, it just feels like it looked like it was out. Mm. You sense that. And then you look at the replay and all that looked out. Mm. Uh, Essentially, the field umpire is the sole controller of the match. So the three field umpires essentially oversee the whole thing. So as far as overriding, if the umpire was in that position, as you articulated, um, saw that and he thought it was out, absolutely he could blow it out of bounds and say, look, I'm I'm calling that out. Um, I think when you look up the line there, you know, the sun's in his face. I could make excuses. Um, but what we do is to understand is when the, when the ovals does that sort of curvature there, we've got to make sure the ball is fully out. So he's got to be sure. And I know the um, instruction from the, um, the AFL bound jump ice coach is, look, we don't want you to guess, just make sure it's out. So I guess if he had that 10% doubt, and we and you may have had that, I haven't actually spoken to um, the umpire after the game and read that, he might have sensed that and just didn't blow it. Now, you could look back on replays and go, well, it's out. But it's also easy in the padded chair with the headset on, watching the replays. He's got to make it call cool there and then. Correct. Uh, and straight out of three-quarter time, Cripps has a shot on goal. It's touched clearly on the line, Alex. Uh, sorry, touched off the boot, uh, 50, 40 metres away from the goal umpire, which is not the goal umpire's call. And I, and I, I really do think that needs to be uh, spoken about. Goal umpires should be not commenting on whether there is a touch down the ground unless the field umpire says it's touch. But then it gets reviewed before it goes back to Correct. the middle. Is that how it – but it get reviewed on the advice that Alex Pierce made a beeline for the umpire and said, I touched that, and yep. he did it straight away. Yep. So does the field umpire then say, can we have a real close look at that? No, every every – Every close call is reviewed. The arc system in Victoria is it, there's a person just looking for all those things, you know, all these different Hawkeye a- angles. So 
I mean, I'm sure when Alex came to Jeff and said, hey, I've touched it, that gets brought up on our mics and it sort of heightens the awareness of the, um, of the umpire. But as we saw, um, it wasn't through Alex pleading for it. It just gets reviewed with those close calls and we go through the process of a score review. And I guess when you... They cons- got it right. Yeah, when you say it's clear touch. Oh. And I guess that was the one where we... Remember, was it the, the Geelong St Kilda Grand Final many moons ago when the boy hit the post? It was obvious we got yep. that wrong. I yep. think it was to stop those howlers. Yep. But again, if it's touched, it's touched. And we want to get the right result. And I think the right result was gained. And, you know... Yeah. Um, as an AFL umpire, do, do you think the technology is good enough for the reviews? Uh, I think it does. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, think, I, like, I, think, I, like, I like, for me, you and me talking, mm. I like human error. Yep. I think human error is part of the game. I think human error is the part of the game for players, umpires, coaching moves. Everyday life is based yeah. on human error. And I know there was, oh, but it, it might cost you an AFL grand final, but no one cared in the 70s and 80s and the 90s yeah. and even 10 years ago. I mean, it's such a 360 game. Look at our ball. It's an oval shaped ball. I have got yeah. one in front of me right now, and yeah. it's just designed to bounce. Funny, we saw the Stephen Mill bounce. Now that, yeah. that bounce, him, he's a premiership player. It bounces yeah. the wrong way. He's not. So, it's a finite game of inches, I guess. With so much media, and grounds aren't the same length. Not the same, same length. Width. Yeah, and the turf's not the same. All, all and that stuff. And I think I, I do think there was so much media scrutiny and, and so much invested in games and people's livelihoods are on it. And there's lots of um, you know punting on footy. I guess. People just want to have that integrity of getting the right result. So I guess where we were back in the 70s, it's just changed. Our life's changed, Tim, as we know. I mean, I, I know that just, you know, when I pick up my own phone, that didn't happen 20 years ago. Yeah. It does today. Yeah. 0487 736 736 for Dean Margetts or 131255. More on your career and where to now for Dean Margetts. We're going to get a breakaway and come back. 0487 736 736 or, as I said, 131255. We go to the break, hearing from Jack Revolt on AFL 360 last night. What's gone wrong for the Tigers this year? This is the Sporting Goss. I think there's a whole host of factors. I mean, there's, I think there's a little bit of fatigue in there, just even going a month longer than, than most sides for, for the last four years and, and, and the weight of last year, even working all the way up to, to the end of October has probably had a bit of a toll, not only on the playing group, but maybe the coaching staff as well. Um, we, we haven't been blessed with a great injury toll this year. I mean, uh, <coughs> Toby Nankervis and Ivan Soldo are probably two of our most important players and, and we've struggled to have them on the park. We haven't had Soldo the whole year just due to an ACL. Um, we've had little niggles along the journey. And, and to be honest, sides have, sides have probably played us a little bit different and they've, mm. they've, gone, to home, they've gone to do their homework on us and, and, and we need to, I mean, we need to evolve and grow. We still firmly believe that we've got a, a great list there, um, a really talented list with with some youth to come through and and obviously the senior core group. But the exciting thing for us is that we've got some early picks in the draft um, and we really see this as a learning year. And if we look back on our, our recent history, 2016 was a, was a really poor year for us and we finished really poorly, but we were able to, to learn some lessons. We were able to grow and, and, and move forward. So... Um, we look at this year as a, as a, as a step back, unfortunately, um, but we know that we certainly can take two to three steps forward in the very near future. Sporting Goss with Tim Gossage. 17 past 11, news through Kevin White has re-signed with the Wildcats. Ah! Yeah, we'll be chatting in with him, of course, prior to a midday. And also Brad Rewiller out of the 11.30 News. Dean Margetz is here, retired AFL umpire. Great career, Dino. 0487 736 736. If I ever bagged you in the moment at the footy, 
Ha ha, my apologies, but with all respect, you did really well as an umpire. That's Roy, who's a, an avid listener. Without you guys, we wouldn't have a great game. Thank you, Roy. Yes. Hardy Hardingham on Facebook has said, please ask Dean Margetts about his uh, AF, uh, his, uh, his playing career. I think uh, Hardy, who played at Subiaco, I think, mm-hmm. still coaches around in that area. Uh, he's a Kenwick. He was a Kenwick boy, yeah. I was, Where were you, Thornley? I was Maddington. Maddington. Maroon and Gold. Um, played 57 league games uh, for that club. Loved it. I've played that club since I was did seven. Did you walk past the – did you not do the gym? Didn't do weights or anything? No. What was the gym? <laughs> <laughs> I was a very, very – and he knows this. He's actually just sticking it to me here a bit. But I was a very, very wide receiver. I got a lot of the footy, <laughs> but I did – he was more in and under. Yeah, he, would, he would sort of feed it to me and I'd do the – but you can't have everyone in and under. Gosh, no. You need, the, you need the very, very wide receivers. And I didn't like pain, so I wasn't going to get tackled or beat. Uh, on the weekend when Andrew Gaff was being booed, um, could you, could you, as an umpire, which you, I know you go into the zone, and I asked Gaffy that, could you hear it? And he goes, oh, and I knew it was coming. Um, was it loud? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, I noticed it big time. Yeah, I, I thought of, I said to, I said to Andrew, welcome to my world, and he understood why. <laughs> well, we had a bit of a kindred sort of, because he came up to me after the game and shook my hand as a lot of the players did, and he yeah. said all the best and well done and. Yeah, it's tough because, I mean, we all know the incident happened. He's he, he's apologised for it, but I guess that's footy, isn't it? It's just the theatre of the game. But you would be lying to say you couldn't hear it. You just, you just have to. Mm. So what do you do now? What are you going to do? What does an AFL umpire do now? We're a few days on. You had your bit of a your gathering last night. Um, what, is it, what do you do now? I went to Dimmicks yesterday to look for a book, What Do AFL Umpires Do? <laughs> and the lady looked at me like I was completely crazy. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to um, probably take a few days off next week. I even just remove myself from the waffle system just for a few days during the week, just to take a bit of a reset, just for my own head, because it's sort of been a bit of a fuzzy experience. You know, I've had felt like I've had a headache for two weeks um, working through it all. And, and that's a combination of adjusting to the next phase of my life, but also um, just um, the overwhelming amount of well wishes and support I've received too. And I want to spend a bit of time to, you know, personally go back and reply rather than just to a Facebook, hey, thanks to everybody. That's yeah. not appropriate. I want to yeah. – I've had you know, probably the ones I've got from young kids saying, you know, you know, you're the reason why I became an umpire and you've inspired me. And I've never even thought about that. Then I sort of, I guess, looked at the players I looked up to when I was a young kid and I thought, gee, if I've had that sort of impact on a young umpire, that's that's pretty special. And I've, I've, I can show you some in a sec, but – um, you know, some young kid on Instagram said, oh, can I, can you throw me one of your sweaty wet sweatbands up when you walk off? And I thought, you know what, what's your name? And his name was young Lachlan. And I said, no, I'll sign a shirt for it and give it to you before the game. He goes, would you do that? I said, absolutely. So I did that. And he actually met me when I came up after my warm-up and he actually had a number six shirt. I don't know where he got this shirt from. So I signed it for him, but I said, hang on, I've got one for you that I had done before. So oh, I gave it to good. him and then, yeah, it was really good. And I'd, I looked in his eyes, we had a little photo and I thought, wow, if that's an in- Impact I've had, then yeah. that's 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 pretty Good special for me. I like yeah. that. Now, and and on a serious note, and, and I know you've been very brave, uh, and um, as a friend, and I can see it, and I and I read it, and I, you know, for when I was on Twitter, I was defending it a lot, uh, and on social media, did it get to you? Uh, Honestly. Towards the end, it did. I'd be lying if I said it didn't. It just, it, it probably wears you down a bit, you know, the constant stuff that you go on. And I know you can sort of flip it off and say, I'm thick-skinned and I'm, I'm used to it. But I reckon towards the end when I knew it was coming, um, yeah, it probably does take its toll a bit. And that's why I'm sort of feel a bit tired from the, of it now. Are you, know? you saddened by <clears throat> the effort that some people go to abuse? Yeah, people? I am. Absolutely am. Yeah, I do. Because I can see why it has impact on people. Now, I'm pretty... 
you know, I know mental health and depression gets thrown around quite a bit now. I might be depressed sitting here now. I don't even know it. I don't even know what it feels like. But I think after a while, you, it just does take a sign. You just, and I've just felt myself being a bit tired, just lying there and just being a bit sort of distracted and probably not fully connected to my day-to-day functioning. Um, so that might be a little red flag for me. I've got to take a deep breath and go and mow some lawn or, or shoot a few golf balls just to clear my mind a bit, to be honest. Do you wish you could get some of your harshest critics and just meet with them and and have yeah. a chin wag with yep. them, have a coffee with them and just sort of say, this is me. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think some people get allured by what they see on TV is just this person who comes out every two hours and just tries to um, make it about him. Um, but I think most of the people I've met, and I actually want to make the effort to probably get around to a few more people and yeah, it might be a few more sportsmen's nights and a few things to share some stories and, and flash up a, a screen of all the things I've received. I think people are shocked when they see it. And I did a, um, a talk at the police union conference last year and I, I felt the police and I had some other than they wear blue or wore blue on the weekend. There was some similarities I think it's a there. very passive colour too. Yeah. I think actually the umpire yeah. should wear that colour more it often. Is, it is honest. nice. It's a softening colour. Um, and I actually spent two pages of my PowerPoint and had all these things that I get sent. And even police who are hardened people were absolutely gobsmacked that... A, a civilian or a person could be sent stuff and there's no recourse for it. I'm going to take that one step further. Was some of it so far over the line it was scary and nasty and um, upsetting? Yeah, I, I had one one day where the bloke just, I don't know, said, can't wait till next adopter because we, we want to glass you in the car park. Now, who, who writes that stuff? And can I just share one? I was actually listening to, your, um, to a, a radio station on Sunday driving to get some bananas for my game and... Um, I can probably share who it was. It was Simon Beaumont and Will Schofield. And some bloke rang in and said, it was a Scottish guy or an English guy, and said, oh, I can't believe that Jeff Dalgleish and Dean Margetts, who are card-carrying West Coast Eagle members, I know that for a fact, he said, can do the Western Derby. And I I just paused and I thought, you know what, I'm going to ring up. So I dialed the number and I said to the guy, it's Dean Margetts here. Oh, hang on, we'll put you through. And I just said, look, I take real umbrage at that because you're basically inciting that, you know, we're cheating, we're lacking integrity, our credibility shot. And I said, that's not the case. I said, this is my last game this weekend and um, I don't want Jeff Douglas, she's a really good mate of mine, um, to go through that. I mean, just because I'm handing the baton over to maybe Dan and Jeff, are they going to go f- through that now? It's just a nonsense, you know. I've, I've made it really clear on this program, Goss, and I've told you many times that we go to both Fremantle and West Coast regularly, both clubs. Um, so that stuff's just uh, a bit over the top. I could see that. I could see the respect that you had from the playing group, and it wasn't just because it was on the stage, but I know that behind the scenes said that there is absolutely no animosity from either club and well, no. many of the players. They actually, and I will say this: as a young man who plays at Collingwood, Braden Maynard, who's your biggest fan, yeah, and he plays at Collingwood. Collingwood, Collingwood are the great up haters of all time. Yeah. And, so and, and there's good players, and I'm, I mean, I had I had messages um, from a couple of Brisbane Lion players and Richmond players, and I thought, gee, for a skinny bloke in Perth to, to reach out oh. that far, it was pretty special to me. And and I even I was doing my warm up an hour before the game, and and young Liam Henry from the Dockers walked up to me, and I thought. I think he's going to come and say all the best. And he walked out to Dono, awesome career, mate. And here's a young bloke starting in his career. He went out of his way yep. to come and shake nice. me. And I thought that's pretty special. And that's a Frio player. So this nonsense about the Frio <laughs> Dockers, it's just it's just sports people respecting yep. each other who, who are part of a tough gig. Yeah, and, uh, well, we'll see who they turn their attention to on next. Frio Fanatic on Twitter says, what's the funniest sledge he's heard? You've heard, Dean. Player to player on oh. the field. Nah, can't go there. Oh, there's one cracker, um, which happened actually in a waffle game 
which I'll tell you off air, which is hilarious. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would never play it publicly. Look, enough. I'm a big believer in there's lots of banter out there, but it's all done pretty respectfully. And I think the players have got a good line and I think they're all understand their employees and in a tough gig and they go out and do the best they can. What do you want to do? I know you're still involved with the WF Footy Commission umpiring and that will probably continue. You want to develop the next lot of umpires. Uh, are you going to umpire again? Uh, not sure. I'm going to do a couple of country games with my brother the next couple of weeks. That's cool. Yeah, which is really nice. So you've got a game this weekend? Yeah, I'm doing... So I'm, for the Freo fans who yes, don't have a game in town, want to go down. to a game of yep. footy, where the, where's the game? It's Railways versus Cundedon at Cundedon oh, on Saturday. Yes. So I'm, I'm looking for... I think it'll be good because I've still got a little bit of an itch to scratch yeah, from that yeah, point of yeah. view. If I can run around and have some fun and they can hang over the fence. Why does your um, brother umpire? <laughs> does he, does, isn't there enough pain in the family? <laughs> I think he just enjoys it. He, I mean, he, he only started umpiring five years ago just through... Yeah, good fella. Uh, Good, good I met him, and Morty walked him out the other day. Um, he thinks he's the better man gets of the crew, so I'm happy to carry his bags. No problem at all. No problem at all. <laughs> Will you bounce it or throw it up? No, nah, you? Well, you saw me bounce at the weekend. Didn't miss one. No. Didn't miss one. You didn't either. Why would I be retiring I can bounce like that? Oh, I know. I even said to my coach. Were you nervous about the first bounce? Uh, do, you not, have, do you get nervous about yeah, the bounce? Yeah, not really, because I just it's just what I do. Do you get nervous putting on the, the headsets every morning? Uh, if, I'm not, if I'm not prepared. <laughs> if I'm not prepared, I was Dane. prepared. But I, I actually said to my coach in the, in the, in the headset, I said, how can I be retired when I'm bouncing darts like this? And he goes, no, nah, good call. But no, it was, it was special to get the straight one up and the last one. I think to blow full time. At the end there was yeah. just a nice moment. I was the furthest away, and I think Jeff and Nick Brown, my colleagues, sort of navigated me into that area, which was really nice. So yeah. it, was, it was special. All the best. Thank you, Tim. Uh, you were going to have a career somewhere in the footy landscape, and you never know, it could be with this station, whatever it may be. I think you're going to add a lot to it. You're a good fella. Um, it was a great way to go out. Uh, as saddened as I am that it's finished, I don't know who I can defend now. We've got to find someone find else. Someone. I've got to find someone. But, mate, um, well played. Enjoy the weekend with your bro. Thank you. Uh, enjoy a couple of days away, and uh, we'll see you around the traps. And um, oh, if anyone wants a, you know, a um, after-dinner speaker and um, I'm available. a Q&A, well, yep. it's not We can do it. I'll sit down. We'll do it sort of like an open yeah, mic. absolutely. I need, well, I, need, I need to find a new job too. So whenever Gilly's sick or got a sniffle, yeah. give me a call and we can roll it out and see how we go. But I just, can I just say, I just want to say thanks to Chris O and, and yeah. yourself, Tim, SCN, um, for being great supporters, not just me personally, but for umpiring in general. It makes a big difference. Yeah, so thank you. you. Thank, thank you for coming in. Dean Margetts, and thank you for all your, your feedback as well. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91